Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday, and this is the 25th week after Pentecost. I thank God that we're able to be together this morning to start our day in prayer. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from 1 Samuel chapter 27. David said in his heart, I shall now perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than to escape to the land of the Philistines. Then Saul will despair of seeking me any longer within the borders of Israel, and I shall escape out of his hand. So David set out and went over, he and the six hundred men who were with him, to King Achish, son of Maok of Gath. David stayed with Achish at Gath, he and his troops, every man with his household, and David with his two wives, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail of Carmel, Nabal's widow. When Saul was told that David had fled to Gath, he no longer sought for him. Then David said to Achish, If I have found favor in your sight... Let a place be given to me in one of the country towns, so that I may live there. For why should your servant live in the royal city with you? So that day Achish gave him Ziklag, which therefore Ziklag has belonged to the kings of Judah to this day. The length of time that David lived in the country of the Philistines was one year and four months. Now David and his men went up and made raids on the Geshurites, the Gerizites, the Amalekites. For these were the landed settlements from Telem on the way to Shur and on the land to uh, and to the land of Egypt. David struck the land, leaving neither man nor woman alive, but took away the sheep, the oxen, the donkey, and the camels, and the clothing, and came back to Achish. When Achish asked, Against whom have you made a raid today? David would say, Against the Negev of Judah, against the Negev of the Jerahalamites, and against the Negev of the Kenites. David left neither man nor woman alive to be brought back to Gath, thinking they might tell about us and say, David has done so and so. 
Such was his practice all the time he lived in the country of the Philistines. Achish trusted David, thinking he has made himself utterly abhorrent to his people Israel, therefore he shall always be my servant. In those days, the Philistines gathered their forces for war to fight against Israel. Achish said to David, You know, of course, that you and your men to go out with, are to go out with the army. David said to Achish, Very well, then you shall know what your servant can do. Achish said to David, Very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. Well, now David is finally free from Saul. David leaves Israel, goes over to the Philistines, and Saul breaks off his pursuit. The 600 men, David's kin, the desperate, the dispossessed of Judah, those who have fought with David, prove to be amazingly loyal. They and their whole households follow David out of Israel and into Gath. David asks, and King Achish gives him a town of his own as an independent base of operations where David and his men and all that they have can settle down in, in relative peace and security, at least for this year. In return, Achish keeps David very close, and when David goes out on a raid, he has the satisfaction of David going out to do his dirty work. David, however, though, is not raiding Judah and its allies as he reports back to King Achish. Instead, he is raiding the historic enemies of Judah, including the Amalekites, the very group that Saul was sent to wipe out completely. When Saul preserved the life of the Amalekite king, Amalekite king, Samuel announced the end of his reign because he did not listen and obey the word of the Lord by destroying everyone. Saul's kingdom would be given to another. David's raids, however, are not conducted in the name of the Lord. They are simply part of David's high-stakes political gamble to solidify his position as the defender of Judah, to enrich himself and his men, while playing the Philistines for protection from Saul's army. To cover his deception, however, David has to prove himself especially ruthless by killing all the inhabitants of the villages that he raids while taking for himself and his men all of their flocks. But the tensions rise by the end of this chapter, actually it's the beginning of chapter 28, when Achish rallies his troops to go out and fight against Israel and then drafts David and his battalion as his personal bodyguards stationed at the center of the Philistine army. And so at the end of this uh, story today, we are left in suspense at how David, the, the anointed heir of Israel's throne, the chosen one, who is going to be the next king of Israel, how is he going to wiggle out of this tight spot as they are on the march against the nation that he has been chosen by God to lead? Well, the violence in the brutality not far below the surface of this chapter might be troubling. It also shows us David's brilliance as a diplomat, politician, and general, and even how in this kind of exile he continues to defeat the enemies of his people, making their lives better, safer, more secure. It's a very similar, spiritually at least, to what Jesus does in his ministry of Galilee as he proclaims the coming of God's kingdom, and then with signs and wonders he goes out and heals the sick, casts out demons, brings good news to the poor, opens the eyes of the blind, causes the lame to walk. He drives away the enemies of God's people and brings healing to their life, the sign of healing that comes from God's kingdom coming. Our ministry in Jesus' name does something similar. 
we too announce the good news of God's kingdom, and we seek to make the lives of the people to whom we have sent better. And we do it as a sign of God's presence. We don't do it with violence, but with love and the peace of Christ, following Jesus' example of bringing healing, wholeness, lifting up those who are cast down and, and seen and, and recognizing even the lowliest of human beings to be great. When we love our neighbors, we tell them that God knows who they are and that they are part of God's coming kingdom and that God is truly committed to them, to loving, saving, and blessing them. In Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith, in the fellowship we share in your church for the gifts of relationship with others. For what else are we truly thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people of St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison for those who govern the nations of the world, for people who live in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else or for what else do we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. You have good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.